Hey, y'all. Welcome to Preaching to the Choir podcast with your host, me, Jen Randall. And today is the season three finale of Preaching to the Choir podcast. Don't you worry. We will be back in show choir season in January of 2022 with new episodes and new guests for you. But today's episode is a fun first for the podcast as well, because it's the first time we ever recorded live. Yes, friends. Um, I had the pleasure of having today's guest stay at my house this week um, in Texas while they were working with one one of my favorite groups, and we'll talk more about that in the episode. But uh, Ben and Melissa Eklund are on today's podcast as we wrap up talking to choreographers and arrangers during this season. So uh, we've known each other a very, very, very long time. We have lots of fun stories, but also lots of good information for you as you're preparing to um, have those summer camps or have those fall choreography sessions. We talk a lot about what we would want as choreographers. <laughs> we, that's funny, I'm not a choreographer. They talk a lot about what they would want directors to know um, when working with choreographers. And I'll I'll give you a hint. The key word of today is communication, my friends. So please enjoy today's season finale episode of Preaching the Choir podcast with Ben and Mel. I love everything about Oh, that. I feel like we're just about to sit down and have a conversation about show choir. I want to talk. We could talk about murder. What's your favorite murder podcast? My, My favorite, favorite murder. murder. <laughs> oh, so you've walked into the middle of me doing my first ever live podcast recording. We're mm-hmm. sitting in my office. I've got Melissa Eklund and Ben Eklund here with me. I almost stumbled over your name because you're still Melissa Molinario in my phone. Like, I'm never going to change it. I know you've been married like 100 years now. No, not 100. Like, se- six? Seven. That does not seem so I know. <laughs> Just one minute. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I'm a Mrs. Molinari. That's wrong. That's wrong. It's Melissa Eklund. <laughs> so um, they were here in town working with my original, my OG show choir, Voices of Central at Keller Central. And they stayed the week with us, and I watched their son, August, during the week, which was a whole fun thing, but also, oh my god, I don't have a one-year-old anymore, and it was... Just an adventure. It was an that's We're just going to go with an adventure. He, he actually sits was once great. in a while. Yeah, no. I don't no. think there was ever sitting. In the high chair, like, Just forcibly, during Coco. Like, you were a belt, yeah, and Coco. We turn on Disney's Coco, and, like, when that, like mariachi version of the disney theme song starts like <laughs> da, 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 da. he like will come running the eyes are huge i'm like great i love that you love music and you love coco and then he starts it. booty bouncing wait but until yes. there's like dialogue and then there's like dialogue and he's like i'm out of here i just right. i'm gonna go find some toys i'm gonna dance when the music is back but i'm gonna peace out and try to climb the stairs while you're not looking. While you're not looking. So that was fun. But Um, then wait for you at the top. Right, and then just kind of turn over that shoulder and give you that smile, like, am I doing this? Are you coming? Yeah. Come catch me. (laughs) So they were here choreographing a VOC show for this year. So I was like, we should do this live. Let's do it in person, which I've never done before. And it was a fun idea, and I think my husband wants to kill me now because he had, like, sourced 55 pieces of (laughs) audio equipment. (laughs) From like his school, and I think some of this is even from our church. <laughs> so, really, I think Perfect. so. But it's working, and it's great. So, the last time we did this with multiple people, it was the season finale last year, and it was Alex Hall and Steph. Oh yeah, and Ellie. So fun. But Ellie was that was the first time she'd ever done it. So we let Ellie answer all the like, 
you know, how did you become a professional question? Because we'd already done stuff in Alex. So both of you have to answer this question. So pick who's going to start rock, paper, scissors. Ladies first. Okay. So what, and, and Mel's of course is a little different. You can talk about like how you have like two real life jobs, Mm -hmm. but, um, we always start with what was your path to becoming a show choir professional? So you can start at birth or you can start at like, (laughs) you can start at being the choreographer, whichever you choose. Yes. Well, it's such a jam-packed question. I guess not like professionally choreographing, but I started choreographing at Central Mm -hmm. as a high school student. So for like our school musicals, Mm -hmm. you and McClure would be like, come choreograph Guys and Dolls. And yes, like come (laughs) choreograph this section of The Wizard of Oz. And I was like, okay. The lollipop. Oh my god, I have full flashbacks about that. The lullaby league. In our bright hot pink with like painted on polka dots. Like hideous. (laughs) The bonnets. Yes, the bonnets. Um, We should clarify that she said this sort of, but Mel was my student. She was the first. You were a freshman my first year, right? I was a sophomore year first. Right, okay. So, and we won't tell you what the year that was, but when I started at Texas, that was my second year of teaching yes. and she was already a sophomore. But, um, so we've known each other a very long time, but I said to somebody the other day, I was like, she's long since stopped being someone I think of as my student. Yes. It's been plenty long enough now, but, um, but like when we're up at school, that's really fun to be like, we both have memories of the lollipop guild in that auditorium. Yes. Oh and if you gosh. can't tell yet, they're like the same person sometimes. A little bit. Our voices sound different, so that should help during this, but otherwise... We may say oh, the same so thing nice. often. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we made you do musicals. We forced yeah. you to. It was well, nice. And then um, I also did like, we did, you know, kids camp for a fundraiser. So we would have, you know, like local middle school and elementary mm-hmm. kids come in and you would always ask me like, choreograph like a song yeah. for the kids camp. So I started doing that and it was really fun. And so all of our VOC like show choir friends we're calling me the choreographess. Because <laughs> we were very concerned that it was not, it felt like a gendered term. Choreographer yes. did. We were very worried about that. Yes. We were very progressive. Yes. Well, and someone was like, well, she's kind of like a choreographer and kind of like a princess, which I just thought was just such a nice compliment. <laughs> and then it morphed into the choreographess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But then I ended up going to Nebraska and I was studying music education and elementary mm-hmm. education. And I was in Big Red Singers. And in Bigger Ed Singers, you just get the opportunity to make so many connections to different directors and other choreographers. It's just an opportunity you don't really get anywhere else, which is really fun. Um, So I started doing like assistant work for other choreographers, mostly Ben, when we were just friends at the time before we even started dating. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then there was just, it was one time, one year at Nebraska Show Choir Camp. And Jonathan Deerland pulled me aside and I was like, I think I was like Kevin Chase dance captain or something. (laughs) He pulled me aside, like in the middle of rehearsal. I was like, what was going (laughs) on? What do you need? Yeah. (laughs) And he was like, I'm starting a girl's group and I want you to be my choreographer. And I was like, okay. I was like that. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, absolutely. Sure. And so that was where I kind of like started doing it professionally. And I just kind of kept adding groups and adding groups and then, you know, Having a baby and being a yeah. first grade teacher. I was say, and you also teach first grade. That's the other full time life I was thinking of a minute ago. Like, that's yes. a whole other part of your life, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's just, you know, the choreographer of me side of my life is 
fun and extra and I'm just really happy that I get to be a part of it and yeah. do it with Ben too like getting to work with your husband is really fun um, most of the time yeah I would say 98% <laughs> of the time I would say that too you guys actually work really well together not all spouses like it works yes. out can do yeah. that especially creative work I feel like is a special level of how mm. if like you don't have very particular like ways of getting along with each other and working together um well, anytime you choreograph with someone, there's a little bit of like, oh, oh yeah. you work with this person, but totally. also we figured out how to like live together. So right. if you could do that and if you can right. like figure out how to run the small business that is being married, like you can probably figure out how to choreograph yeah. together. Yeah. And well, we were friends and danced together and yeah. show choir for so yep. many years before we started actually like choreographing together. So I feel like that definitely helped. I can picture the picture of you guys in Big Red Singers where you're sitting on his knee. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. A ballad probably. No, it was the opening. Oh sure. It was the when we did Live Out Loud as our <sighs> opener and we did of course it's like there's like da 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 all the big brass stuff. Drama, drama, drama. Yes. yes. And you know there's lots of like flying arms and yes. pointed toes and we like mm-hmm. spun out of lines and then <laughs> you know we had to do like a classic like beautiful vocal thing because you know Pete had to have us yep. sing big right off the bat also brass yep and april james was choreographing and she was like um melissa i need you to sit on ben's knee and i was like oh okay <laughs> what a bummer <laughs> I, would, I will say that you two were very um hot and cold of speaking to each other it felt like sometimes at camp it would be like well this year i hate him this year we're not speaking this year we are best friends so <laughs> but that's also i think how most people end up when they're married so that was just foreshadowing basically True. at that point um and so you have groups that you do on your own of course and then mm-hmm. you, you travel with ben sometimes depending upon the group of course and depending upon the, whether you're at school or you it's have like a child yeah, yeah <laughs> like all definitely of timing now all of that for sure okay so now your turn you need to tell us you being ben i'm pointing at him i know you can't see us because that's <laughs> how podcasts work guys but um tell us about your path to becoming a show choir professional um, and a little bit of your background of your childhood of show choir. Yeah, okay, so we're starting there. You should. So, it just, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an important piece. It really is. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I grew up with my dad doing his group at Cedar Rapids Jefferson. And Who is your dad? My dad's Pete Eklund. There you go. Sorry. And <laughs> Most um, people had probably inferred that at this point, but just right. in case. Um, and so I got to kind of grow up watching that. And I remember mm-hmm. like that's some of my like favorite memories. And like I choreographed for Cedar Rapids Jefferson now. Mm-hmm. And I remember... The first time I like walked into that auditorium as like professional Ben. Yeah. Um, and I was like, wow, I remember this being way bigger because like <laughs> we, me and Bryant, my brother who's 18 months younger than yeah. me, would like ride cars down the aisles. And I remember yeah. like specifically one time we found this giant cardboard thing, like circle thing, and we're throwing it like a frisbee. And yeah. dad was running rehearsal and we accidentally threw it up on stage in the middle of delegation oh, rehearsal. No. And he turned and was like, sit down. <laughs> Oh, I bet. Yeah. And, you know, it's also just like, well, I'm having like all of it come back around, having like August now oh, running yeah. around yes. this summer at camps and stuff yes. where I'm like, oh, so that, that's, right. that's what that felt that's like. Why, that's why my it all comes, like, it all comes oh full God. circle. Um, so yeah, so I grew up with it yeah. and then obviously in high school, I did the whole show choir thing. Yeah. I also played basketball and football and kind of did um all those things mm-hmm. um and you guys had moved to then, lincoln by then yeah for yeah, sure moved yeah. to lincoln uh fourth grade fifth grade fifth grade was my first year in okay. nebraska i'm pretty sure 
And so went to Lincoln Southwest and did show choir and played some sports. And then when did you to... open Lincoln Southwest? Were you one of the first? Oh yeah, grades? my freshman year was the first year Southwest yeah, was open, really which did, was sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like getting to help name yeah. groups, and I remember like yeah, all that. And now you choreograph them and choreographing for them now Aww. is really cool too. Yeah, getting to do her alma mater and my alma mater yeah. is a really cool. So oh, fun. I never really thought about that that you could yeah. do both of yours. Yeah, yeah that's a good which point. Is really sweet. Oh. And then going into college, I was like, I want to do music education. Right. And so I went with all of that in mind. Mm-hmm. And then college happens. <laughs> you know, you're in big red centers. And yes. I did all of that. And I totally had a moment of like, I don't want to be a music teacher. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, so I'm going to do business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do sports journalism, mm-hmm. like sports broadcasting thing. Yeah. I like did a semester and like a bunch of different things. Yeah. And then kind of ended up coming back to music. Yeah. Um, and then just being around show car stuff and um, Bryant actually was one of the ones that was like, hey, we should like do some choreo stuff. And yeah. I was like, oh, that'd be kind of fun. And yeah. somebody had, I, I can't even, I honestly can't even remember maybe one of the first ones. I can't either. I was trying to think what you're talking. I'm like, uh, I mean, maybe, Papio's maybe Papio, Papillion La Vista. Yeah. I think Sarah Langdon had us do yeah. some stuff for the prep group there maybe. And me and Bryant would do it together. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't sure about it. I was like, okay, you know, we can give this a shot. Sure. You know, in college I was, you know, everybody's trying to figure out who with you are as, your a, life, as, yeah. a, as like a big human. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also for financially, sure. like, you know, oh, you'll pay me to come choreograph? Okay. Especially college age. Cause yeah. we yes. all have $12 in our checking account exactly. daily. So I kind of started doing that and, and then it just kind of snowballed and, I was like, oh, I like this, and it's mm-hmm. kind of fun, and I like being in front of kids, mm-hmm. and um, I don't have to deal with as much of the, like, well, it's teaching other still, side of stuff that teachers have not, to do that yeah. all my friends do, mm-hmm. and, and, and being freelance and being able to, like, kind of pick your schedule and stuff, I was like, that was very attractive to me, mm-hmm. and so I kind of started doing that and going, totally. going following, uh, shadowing anybody that would have yeah. me, mm-hmm. and assisting anybody that would have me, mm-hmm. and just kind of getting your foot in the door. Totally. Um, which feels really hard now. Yeah. Just because I think there's so many kids that want, that want to do it now because Agreed. I just, I think show choir has just grown and grown and grown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a little different. Which is I cool, think. but like you said, very, very different. And it's still, impo- yeah. I think that shadowing element is still important when kids want to be a part yeah, of it. Yeah, I would, do that I would definitely sure. say if there's somebody who wants yeah. to try and do it, like find someone that will let you follow them around so yeah. you can see what it, what it looks like to put mm-hmm. the product together to be on the back mm-hmm. end of not just like being at a contest and seeing the group perform yeah. and, and, and guessing and assuming what happened, mm-hmm. but actually seeing what happens on the other side of that. Yeah. Um, so it's very different. Yeah. From even being in the group in rehearsal to, you know, yeah. oh, creating yeah. something or like bouncing ideas or right. figuring out how to do the collaboration thing. Um, well, there's no way, there's no college that offers like, here, you can major in show yeah. choir choreographer. No. Yeah. So the best way Bigger to learn is... Was, mm-hmm. Bigger Singers at Nebraska was the closest thing I think anybody's sure. gotten. And there's a lot of Bigger Singer kids now that are yeah. out and either directors or choreographers or... It was a huge pipeline for that in the Midwest. Like, yeah. still is. Yeah. I don't mean past tense, like it's gone. I just mean, yeah, in, in your guys' time frame from like when y'all were in it and then... Like, okay, so I was in it when it started in, like, 03, 02, 03. Bigger Singers, yeah. Yeah, Bigger Singers. So you guys then were in it, like, 
don't know, what, eight, nine? was my first year. Yeah, like seven, eight, nine, ten, like that time so frame. Yeah. yeah. And then now, like, you get, even just ten years later than that, you know, you have so many kids that have come through that pipeline and are doing something related to show choir, whether they're a choreographer. I don't know if we have a lot of arrangers. We have a couple um, choreographers for sure, but so many directors. Yeah, like, so many. So many directors. And I'm grateful for that because, like you said, that's the training ground, honestly. Because... It just doesn't exist. <laughs> right. So, yep. And especially not for choreographers. It's even no. harder for choreographers than, than music ed people, I think, like that. But um, So you got to the place where you're doing it full-time always. Like, you yep. were, you graduated, or when, once you were done with school, like, you were doing it full-time always. Yep, and I had, like, I don't know, 8 to 12 groups probably my first year yeah, where I consider myself, like, trying to do it sure. outside of, like, dipping the toe in it. Yeah. And then I just remember it went, like, 8 to 12, and then yeah. it was, like, 18 to 20 the it next year, and then it was, like, 20 to 25 the next year, and then it just has been somewhere in that 25 yeah. to 30 number Range. of groups yeah. for... Oh man, now it's... I mean, I'm probably on, like, like seven, eight, nine say, years of how carrying that. Yeah. Um, Is that right? Which I just... I feel very fortunate to be yeah. able to have gotten into it and yeah i don't know i just I, yeah. I see a lot of people trying to do it now and you know i try and help anybody get into it um but well both of you can answer this but i think that well i think both of you have good answers for this but like you guys do a, such a great job of um like not just like giving choreography and walking away you're both really good at being involved up to whatever point the directors want you to be involved but more importantly i think you both do a great job of like educating new directors like when somebody's never done it before mm-hmm. and they have just like no flip and clue like what they should be doing when or whatever like you guys do a great job of hand holding <laughs> but in a way where i think that you eventually are able to let go of their hand and be like okay you do it now thanks bye you know and not everybody does that not every choreographer will do that well i people. think when i was getting into it though there were so many new schools yes. that wanted it and i was young and so if you were an established program you probably totally. wanted to go get an established choreographer where some of these new programs would would take yeah. a shot on somebody mm-hmm. who maybe didn't have the experience and as much experience. And mm-hmm. so when I was younger, I think a lot of my programs that I have came from ones that grew with me. Totally. Which was such a wonderful thing for yeah. me that, I don't know, I, I think there's not as many groups popping up maybe. And I was at the right, pla- at the right place at the right oh, time you were the in right the situation. Oh, you were in the heat of glee time for sure when your career was, was starting. When there yeah. were four million new show choirs all the time. Yeah, and that definitely played a part in yeah. all I also of think social media too. That's a very good point. our age, like mm-hmm. you couldn't just like hop on YouTube and like yeah. be like, I want to watch this school. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you didn't I have... I went to a lot of contests yeah. for mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you, they're not as, yeah, they weren't as accessible. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a good way of putting it. They're not as accessible yeah. as they are now. Yeah, now it's almost unfair how easy it is. <laughs> you whippersnappers don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking today while we were in the auditorium at Central because you're hearing this on Saturday, July 31st, or sometime after that. And we just had tonight the performance of just their camp show, like the literally OC. just finished yep. it, right? But we were sitting in the auditorium and I was thinking how I remember I was running the sound tonight on the iPad and it's Bluetooth speaker at the front of the stage. Okay. Mm. I can remember what it was like 
we did it the first years of camp was a CD player yeah. and I had to sit in the booth to run it. And yeah. There was a lot of like running in and out of the booth for different reasons to like start things or count things. Right. Then I remember the year when we figured out how to put it like on a device, you know, so this was now like iPhone time or iPod time. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we connected the iPod directly to the speaker at the front. Okay, so then somebody still had to stand at the front, but that was better than being in the booth. And then I can remember when we finally figured out how to plug in the iPod or phone into a wireless body pack for like a wireless microphone. Oh, yeah. And then you could run it through the house. And we were like, ooh, look at how smart we are. Fancy. And then like today it was like, I mean, I know we took a little bit of time to do that, but like today we was like, here, Connect to Bluetooth, ding, go. Like, and, and then was, Jen had a blast running tempos. I did. And just pushing the closer faster those and faster children. and faster. I'm so sorry to any of those children. Well, we agreed that we would push it that fast, but oh, yeah. I don't think the kids realized how fast that was no. going to go. <laughs> they did great. They yeah. Did great. yeah. That closer dance break became like a little, little, little bit. No, I just, I, I was thinking about how much that's changed. And, you know, I talk about that same stuff with the YouTube things all the time with people. I'm like, you don't, I mean, that's a huge difference in our universe in the last decade. Well, talking about the technology though too, like I no longer print sheet music. Yeah. I remember when I first started, yeah. I, like if I was in a hotel, I'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, where's the business? Like, yes. Do you have a business center? I got to make sure there's a business center yes. so I can go downstairs so I can print off my blocking chart so I can print off my sheet music. Like all boarding pass. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, all that. And now it's like, okay, I'll just pull up Stagebook. Thank yes. you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Thank yeah. you, Alex. And then, you know, and then do Fourscore, which... <sighs> Chris Storm at Scut gave me a free copy like years oh, ago. It's the greatest Cause, thing. Cause Omaha Scut has iPads. Yeah. For the school for the kids, yeah. So they just had them, and he's like, "Yeah, here's one." Fourscore um, is an app, by the way. If you don't know, that is a sheet music app specifically for sheet music. Runs my life. Yes. Yeah, so that you can do it with PDFs, but like Fourscore is so much better. It's so much more intuitive. So if you run your music on an iPad or your sheet music and you don't use it, you should use it. A. We don't even know who made Fourscore. We're not like paid consultants, no, no. but we love it. Well, to be fair, Mel also loves having her own sheet music. So this is also oh, like a difference yeah. in like the way we function too. It's like mm-hmm. I will always iPad everything, but she likes having. The- I- I am a little bit more type A, and I like to see everything. <laughs> if you a know us bit at all, more. you know that like a little means like mm, we're giggling hard right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I just like to see everything all at once. Like I want to see, and I use my iPad mostly for Stagebook, so right. I'll have you know Stagebook pulled up with all the positions that I want. Mm-hmm. My sheet music that I can see, mm-hmm. and then I have like you know mm-hmm. everything needs to be. Well, my husband just mentioned to us the other day that we were very excited that Sidecar for Mac is a thing where you could put them on the yes. same screen at the same time. But I understand that too because I'm that way about calendars. Like I finally moved over to like having my calendar all digital only in the last couple of years. And like students same. would make fun of me of that forever. And I'm like, but I like to like write it with my hand. I feel like I remember better or I know better, but I, I'm i a convert for, for Foursquare. I really have ended up loving it mainly because I didn't have to lug so much stuff around like when I was a director and we were running our you were just telling me yeah you were just telling me that you switched the one time yes it was that year it was accidentally I had no choice because we were running the board through the iPad you know the the wireless um, soundboard and I could not get my music binder and my iPad in the bag I had with me at the comp and somebody was like, you should just put it on your phone. I, can't, I wish I could remember who it was. We were at Wheaton, I know. So it was it was one of the directors at Wheaton. But um, was like, you should put it on this app and da 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 And so between like daytime and finals yeah. even, I was like, I made yeah. the switch. And I was like, I guess we'll see how this goes. 
I was like, oh, I'm never going back. Like, well, I can just, well, that's better. Yeah. I also just can't believe you did that for finals. You're like, all right, we're going to do this whole new different thing, and it's finals. Well, I will tell you that that was the year we did not make finals at Wheaton. So as I say finals, it wasn't because we were competing oh. in them. It was because I was, like, not wanting to carry crap around the rest of the day mm-hmm. that way. And so I sent the binder to the bus, and then I kept the iPad in there while I was looking at <laughs> judges, like, notes and measure yes. numbers and things like that. So it really wasn't that I was competing, and I would not have done it if okay. we had to, like, perform that night it's like who no are that was you the horrifying year where we like were one out you know how wheaton competition often is where it's like 45 schools that always make grand just champion so like yeah it's just so hard to know what's gonna happen but um but yeah no i i don't think i could go back at this point it's pretty great also i have a pro which those are you were saying to the other day ben was like literally that i'm surprised we didn't i'm well i'm also surprised I didn't go with Tim, Jen's You should have, yes. To go to Apple, and I think it's closed now. But oh, it's, yeah, it's too late right it's, now. You could leave later tomorrow morning. You guys go as it opens and go We have a nine-hour drive tomorrow <laughs> with a small human in the car, so I think we're just going to try and make that drive. I feel like you should not do that, but I, also Tim will be very sad because he loves nothing more than taking people to the Apple store. That's like his, his specific love language, I think. Um, well, now that we've given Apple plugs, and we gave Alex plugs, and we talked about Foursquare, which is not a thing that we even have any affiliation to. Um, so when we talk about with choreographers this season especially um any like specific i hate to use the word philosophies because it's so open-ended but like i'll ask it in two parts first of all what are the things that you wish like maybe new directors knew about working with a choreographer let's start there and then i'll ask the second part of the question but let's start with that because i think there's a difference between what you would maybe say that question if we were talking about like directors who've done it a while because i think there's still an answer where you probably have some things you wish they knew but let's start with when it's someone starting from scratch. The first thing that comes to my mind is that, I, well, and this is partially me, like I'm a night person. Mm-hmm. And so like my, what I feel like my like prime, like creative sure. shit stuff done, like lands somewhere between 10 and like 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. And I, not that I can't do stuff in the morning or I can't do it another time, but that's where like I get yeah. my second wind after a rehearsal. Like when you're in a rehearsal, especially during summer when you're like nine to five yeah. or 10 to five or something like that, um, you you get done with rehearsal and you like unwind a little bit and then you start processing what's going to happen the next day. And then you kind of like get your sheet music out and you right. start doing that. But that's after you've eaten. That's after you've showered. That's mm-hmm. after me it's who likes video o'clock. games. I probably played a little <laughs> bit of Call of Duty or played some 2K or something just to you do need, something. You need a wind down. You do. Yeah. yeah. And I, I use it for that. And because it's fun. Yeah. Um, but then then, you, then it's time to like, okay, get going. Mm-hmm. And so as a teacher, you, you end up falling on, because I live with one, you fall on a schedule. <laughs> we and, need to go to bed sooner than that, sir. That's right, yes. right, right. <laughs> uh-huh. But I feel like I get a lot of my best stuff done right. later at night. And so when... I, I, when I was younger, I specifically felt that like when director, when I would be like, hey, I don't want to start till like 9.30 or 10, they'd be right. like, you can't get up before that. And it's oh. like, it's like, yeah, yeah, I can. No, but, but I've been up until two doing your choreo. Right. Yeah. And, the, and, and it's, and, every, and this thing is, and this might just be me, um, but different people have different processes. And I yeah. think, I think having a conversation with your choreographer about what their process is, mm-hmm. um, that's a very makes good a, point. Makes a big difference because yeah. I know I work differently than Mel. Totally. Like when we choreograph together, we have to. I, I have to adjust my schedule a little yeah. bit because she's on a pretty steady one. Yeah. And so, just knowing the process that your choreographer goes through to make up their show, and also 
don't get freaked out when your choreographer tells you that they're going to make it up the night before. Right. Because, yes. because oh, like, so if you true. look at like any of our calendars, yeah. any of us that have, you know, 20 to 30 groups, like start doing that math in the calendar. Mm-hmm. How many days off is like, I know like for me in August and September, yeah. I have like four or five days where yeah. I do not teach a song yeah. in like a, like, or even like a three month span. It's sure. probably like four or five or six days where, Total. and those are just travel days. Um, so it gets very busy. And if you tried to make anything up in advance, I don't know how that would work because yeah. like, it doesn't. And I maybe some people. I've never seen anybody do it that way. I mean, I, no. I might be wrong. But I just want to never say never. And I don't feel like any of our choreographer friends because you do want it much fresh. more than a day it... or two in advance. Well, and also, like, I think it's part of it is like you see the kids yes. after a day and then you know what you have to work with. And you get inspired by that too. And yes. the place and, the, and totally. the people. And like you want to leave room for that. If you're just making stuff up two weeks in advance, that feels really academic to me and then not really also... creative. And then it's not giving the kids because I think as a choreographer one of the hardest things is not over choreographing or choreographing just anything to anybody but like fitting yeah the choreo that sets up the kids to have the most success and with certain groups maybe some are better at different styles yeah maybe some are better at different whatever you know anything really but custom fitting what you're giving to the group you're with Mm-hmm. Whether it's a group of 20, a group of 40, a group of 70. Totally. I did this, this yeah. summer. I had a group of 70 because they got rid of their prep group and right. put everybody in because they, right. they want to keep everybody involved. But like knowing yeah. knowing what you're working with, because when, when it, like, for example, the group that cut their prep group, um, you have you have such a wide range of experience and skills. Yeah, set for that, sure. Like, okay, so so this layer, I know I'm going to do like some something where the kids that have a little more experience can mm-hmm. pull something like this off, where maybe like the outside layer or an edge layer or a other right. chunk is maybe the less experienced kids, so that so that layer is more attainable to those kids versus right. the layer that's attainable to these kids. And you can't know that before you're there, right? Yeah, because that I, changes every year. And if I did <laughs> it, if I did it a week in advance, which a I don't know if I'd remember it. Like you'd have to try and video it, I suppose, or like write really detailed notes. That's an notes. excellent point too. Yes. yes. Yeah. Because you get to a point too, I think people, and I, I always like, I always kind of find it funny where directors are like, how do you do this? And it's like, to me, it's like you take, you work any muscle enough. Yeah. It gets stronger and stronger totally. and stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, I, I don't write as much down as I used to. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you just, you remember it as you create it and because you're doing this all the time. And if it's a day or two in advance, yeah. that's not possible. And if it's a week in advance, you definitely won't yeah. remember. And it all has to be videoed, which then slows down the rehearsal process because you're constantly yeah. going back to your notes or you're constantly going back to videos. videos. Instead of you have being to re-memorize the choreography yes. that you made up. Yes. Versus when you make it up the day before, like you've already have it's fresh. It's right there. Yeah. And if you had one group, like you were saying, if you had one group or maybe two groups as a choreographer and that's all anybody did, okay, mm-hmm. maybe. But no one is doing that few of groups that's really doing this level of choreography as far sure. as like the elaborate nature of it and how how aerobic it is and things like that. You can't remember that. That's mm-hmm. just not. That's an excellent point though because I think that even I used to get freaked out a little bit about that early on before I knew better and I've had many directors in Texas. And in fact, I'm you know, we're working with a couple right now that are newer groups um, where I help show design and then uh, you're down here with one of them and, and uh, Steph is coming with one of them as well, yeah. which it's great that they've hired people who have done this for a long time and can help and be an assist. But, but we can so, freak them out. Well, yes. Because they don't yes. understand the process. There's so much that we just don't 
think about that we take for granted as being part of the process, like mm-hmm. the day beforeness of it. Like we don't think that's weird. Or let's say sheet music from the arrangers. Okay. Like even the arrangers I know that are super type A and like have a plan and are working that plan and maybe are working quote ahead. Like they're not finishing your show a month before you need the sheet music in your hand. Like that's not going to happen. Right. And so when directors are new to this, they get freaked out by that. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, it's four days before camp and I don't have the sheet music. And I'm like laughing going, yeah, yeah. I mean, call me when it's the day of and you don't have it. Like we'll, we'll freak out together. But like, this is not weird. Like you, your choreographer will have it the day they need it. That's when we told the arranger they need it. Yep. And that's the first time you're going to have to need it. And if you needed it sooner for some reason, I mean, maybe if you had a vocal camp, I suppose. Yes. But most people don't do that first. Most people you could, and there's nothing wrong with that. I guess it depends on when you learn your show though. True. A lot of people tend to do it though, the way where it's either concurrent or, or the dance comes first. So, um, but yeah, no, that's an excellent, excellent point. What is, what do you feel like as more of a type A person? Like, does that make you crazy? Was your process like, well, I thought what you just said was almost what I was thinking in my brain as far as like new, Mm -hmm. like what advice or what things would you say as a choreographer to a new director? And mine is give your sheet music to the choreographer so that they can choreograph your show as accurately as possible. Mm -hmm. Because I have had a lot of times where the director has been like, our arranger is behind or I just found this song and I want to do this or Which is all great stuff, but if you want to have the best visual product, Mm -hmm. I need to know what it's going to sound like. Oh my gosh, for sure. And you guys look at the sheet music. It's not like you're just going, I I don't need this piece of paper. I need that. (laughs) I, well, yes. And I like, I mean, in my sheet music that I print off because I'm old school like that, I will like color coordinate and like highlight, like here's the band hits that I need to make sure in the dance break that I hit. Oh yeah. So yeah. And sometimes like, I took music theory a mm-hmm. long time ago. Yeah. So sometimes I just can't hear exactly, but if I need to, I can go to my sheet music and sure. I know, oh, this is for sure on mm-hmm. one eanda mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at the very least, you also get a better context of like <laughs> where the dance breaks really line up as far as the vocal line happening right before it or right after it, or yes. just even simple things like that. It's not even so much about like you need to be able, it's not like you're sitting in your room practicing the vocal part and singing. Right. You don't need it for that reason. Well, but... I always like to look at like, does anyone have a tricky vocal line here? Yes. Like if the boys are singing some crazy stuff, mm-hmm. I'm not going to have them do crazy choreo. <laughs> well, Bless like... you for that. Well, and it's also like, if, if you're given sheet music or you're not given sheet music, sorry, and you're choreographing just to a track. Yeah. And, you know, choreographers are very heavily judged on whether they're being musical or not. Right, right. And the assumption when you see a group uh-huh. is, and if it's not musical, it's that the choreographer didn't do a good job of sure, being musical. Yeah. But mm-hmm. sometimes the underlying mm-hmm. thing is that, like, you choreographed to the karaoke oh, yeah. chorus mm-hmm. accompaniment. Yeah. But then when the arrangement was made later, it was a different dance break yep. that wasn't right. That wasn't the music totally. that you choreographed to because you didn't have the arrangement or the sheet music and you just choreographed to a track. Yeah. And then the oversight can be something that it was done and you didn't catch, but then it becomes the choreographer's fault. Absolutely. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. because when the end product comes out, well, like, yeah. 
yeah, that looks weird and it doesn't match. You're like, right, because I didn't have it. Because I, I, didn't, I didn't know it sounded like that. Right, yeah. or that part didn't even exist while right. I was... Right. Yeah. So you want to yes. try and avoid having any of the those miscommunication things. Yes. Well, let me ask you this because that relies on that. Are you guys the kind of... Well, it may be different, each of you, but the kind of choreographers that want to be consulted when something like that changes or if there's a big difference in like, let's say you had the sheet music, you choreographed to it, everything was great, but then like the director changes a bunch of it or something, or they don't think the dance break is working and they're just going to mess with it. Like, do you like that? Do you want them to call you? Do you not want them to call you? Like, where are you in that scope? Cause everybody's a little different I, on that one. I also feel like that's a, that's a totally like a situational yeah. question. So like in some instances, yeah. Like in an instance where you're completely changing the melody, what the dance break was. And if you choreographed to a different melody and yeah. then you switch the melody like out, it's in certain places yeah. and now they're and that, not there. That, I mean, yeah. then yeah, you need to rethink that. But you as the director also need to be aware that you did that and mm-hmm. make sure that it still fits. And if you, if you look at it and go, no, that still fits, then like, no. Right. right. But if it's also, and I, and it, but if it's a situation where it's like, Oh, well, we're doing this now, but, that doesn't that doesn't match this right and if, if you think you you as the director can fix it and adjust it then heck yeah You're more okay power to you yeah, more yeah. power to you mm-hmm. because at the end of the day my job as a choreographer i think is to give you the director and the students yeah your show for the year that is yours because as a choreographer you can't you can't for the i mean maybe there are some groups in some situations where the choreographer can be there a ton sure and that's not the situation I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. talking about the situation where you hire a choreographer, they come to your camp, and then you see them maybe one or two times. Right. Right? And if, if all of a sudden you change something and now the choreography doesn't match, then yeah, maybe you need to talk to your choreographer, send a video. For sure. And, then, and now with the technology we have, especially after going through COVID, where mm-hmm. all of us know. And now we all know Zoom. Yeah, exactly. Right? We all know Everybody how to, how to work we know this how to, Like we, Maybe we can on a day off or an yeah. evening or somewhere redo something and send it and be like, yeah, yeah, put this in instead yes. because yes. We, we have that ability now. Yes. But I think part of that relies on you as the director being able to identify that we made a change that now needs something For different. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So feel... situationally. Yeah. Dependent. I suppose, yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah. I think sometimes like some directors are like, Oh, I don't want to bother my choreographer. They have That's, so many other yes. groups where I think like, I don't know, maybe it's easy for a director to forget how much we care about mm-hmm. like your program. And, yep. you know, we can't be there every day, right. obviously, but that doesn't mean that we don't care. And we don't want your group to look as best as they possibly right. can. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I would rather, instead of a director, just be like, oh, I'm, we changed this dance break arrangement. <laughs> Let's, let's yeah let's tweak this like no just call me yeah yeah i might be able to come i call, might be able to zoom. i might be able to, I might be able I to hop in zoom. if not right. i can definitely send a video absolutely exactly or right like send me the arrangement send me the new track and i'll choreograph it in our new basement dance studio and send to you something that I so like first it. right of refusal like give you first right of refusal like call you and give you the opportunity to be like it yeah, I want to come do that. It doesn't or, hurt to I don't check. have time, but let's, yeah. It doesn't hurt right. to check. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I just feel like never forget that, like, at least how we feel as choreographers is like we care so much about all yeah. of our groups. Oh, yeah. and we only want what's best for them and want yeah. them to look as best as they possibly can. Totally. So I would so much rather you just, just give us a call. Just call. <laughs> and the worst we could say is, no, we're not available, you know? Right. <laughs> okay, then what is the flip side of that is what is with like, People who've been doing this a while as directors. Is there anything that we do as directors? I'll put myself in that chair. You can yell at me. That is like, 
even like a pet peeve or like a small thing that continues to happen or something. If you have an idea. Yeah. And you let me do something. Yeah. And it doesn't line up with what you saw. Yeah. And you didn't tell me. Uh Uh-huh. What did you, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, like, and then, and then. You can't read your mind. Yeah, I guess. And and I'm not even saying that that happens all the time, but there are absolutely situations where clearly. No, yeah, that does. You like have something in mind. Yeah. And if you don't tell me, there's, you're going to get whatever organically comes to me. Yes. Not what you thought but if you say hey and i am a choreographer is i'm never offended if you're like hey when i pick this song i wanted this part to do this yeah i'd be like yeah cool yeah and but if i if, if you tell me that and i go uh yeah totally let's do that or if yeah. i go can, can i try this instead right or or can i try that and then but i'm also somebody who will i'll try a few things like, we did that this week i was like, just gonna say we did this so many times this we week change something this yes we're like because Jen was watching our son, and so uh, we would go and rehearse, and August would take his nap in the afternoon, and Jen would come, like, I don't know, yeah. between 2 and 3.30 Like the last hour day, or so, first hour and a half, yeah. For the last little bit, and I'd be like, because Jen designed this show, right. and we, we definitely helped with a little bit on the back end, but it was mostly your baby of a show I, that you've been yeah. planning for years, it, and so... You did a lot, though, too, for sure, because we... Well, we flipped a few things. things, like, at the last... <laughs> but the collaboration <laughs> is what makes this fun, and why it we is. enjoy doing this. And it was a blast... But yeah, no, but you I, came, and how many times did we change? That. Yes, where it was like, I would go, oh, I think I like, can we try this part, you know? And you would go, well, this is why I did it that way, and I don't think that will work. Or you'll go, let's try it, who cares? Like, let's see what happens, right? Like, you can't be afraid to, I just... Well, I have to give credit to the kids, too, because the amount of times... Yeah, that we've been like, no! But, like, just to even today, today when they performed, they, t- they performed kind of today, and earlier sure. in the afternoon, I was like, do it this way. Do it try this that way. way. Do it this way, especially with that, that second novelty but, number that just has all the stuff. Well, VSC is one of those groups that's like uniquely suited to that. They understand that they rehearse that way. They're used to like. Well, I also preach to them that like with the show, it's going to change constantly. Being flexible is very important. Yes. Not all directors are really like that. I feel mm-hmm. like so. Yeah, that may not work, but I think that for everyone, like just organically. But oh my god, do I, everybody needs to be a little bit like that? You have to be a little bit like, what if? We'll just try this. We'll see if yes. it works. Because the worst thing that happens is it doesn't work. Like, let's throw out, for example, the circle running. Oh, oh yeah. God. So I won't tell you too much about the show because this hasn't happened yet, and we don't want to talk about the show too wide because nobody's competed with it. But there's a sequence. There's an event in this in this one number where we we the three of us being we. Um, it was at like 11.30. Definitely 11.30 at night. And, um, and we were talking about it. We had maybe shared some libations. So we were standing in the kitchen, and and it was like we just piled on each other in the best creative way. But it was like, what we'll if this? We'll do this. We'll do, this. We do this. Also, oh my gosh, no. What if we also did? And it was that kind of situation. And by the end of it, we were laughing so hard. We were like crying laughing. Literally like And I was like, this tears. is for sure going to work. And it's a novelty number, so the laughing was warranted and important and a thing you're looking for. Okay, so like we were like, dead set on this we're so proud of it like all yes. and then us. and then we block it <laughs> i have the guys do it we're like you're and not, i'm standing like, this on stage so and funny. i watch it and i just had this dread come over me and i was like oh my god we thought this was gonna be so funny and this is absolutely awful and it's just like the most ridiculous frantic dumb thing and we all we all were sold and then immediately i'm like okay hold on <laughs> hold on back up, i didn't back even up. get to see it like it was, so, it was gone before. Jen, I even got Cause she was like, what, what happened to the, I was like, it was awful and it was terrible and it had to be something different. You guys all looked at me with this like panicked looks on your face. Like it was terrible. It was so terrible. We can't ever talk of it again. Yeah. It was horrifying. Like, and that you can't be afraid to be like, 
okay, that didn't work. Whatever. It was right? literally so a moment then, where the boys just ran on stage. It made sense, guys, in the context of there's, the show. There are some lyrics in the song where, where they talk about, Ooh, like, running fast. fast. Yeah, oh, running yeah. circles around something, you know? And it's about being fast. And so running in circle really seemed to make a lot of sense. And again, was super funny in our brains. But, but like then I said to you when I got there that day, that because you were like, oh, it was so frustrating how it just did not work the way we wanted Yeah, I was, I was, like, frustrated. You were super bummed about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but here's the thing. We wouldn't have gotten to where you actually ended up where we liked it and what it ended up being yeah if we hadn't done the circle thing but the thing is and had it be like kind of a disaster it stressed me out because in the moment i had about 15 minutes to totally redo and reimagine an entire like 16 measure Mm -hmm. section of this song Mm -hmm. for what the guys did Mm -hmm. but it looks great and it's like it turned out favorite parts of that their choreo right there and how that ended up working out (laughs) yeah it worked great and I mean, people, if you're going to watch this, when you watch our show, if you see it at some point this year, it is... That's where the boys the, have the horses. <laughs> yeah, and it's in the, what, second number, right? Yeah, yeah. second, the second number. So when they, when you see the horses, you'll know that this is the part we're talking about. But yeah, I mean, like, that was such a great example of what we're talking about with, you just got to be a, not afraid to try stuff. And if it crashes and burns, it doesn't mean that you're a bad director. It doesn't mean that your choreographer doesn't know what they're doing. It doesn't mean that the kids are bad at executing things. It's never about that. It's but you want us like, to take oh, chances on stuff. Yes. I feel and so like. you have to create, but this is what I'm getting to. And my point, like yeah. I uh-huh. asked you the question of what would you want to tell directors? I feel like the thing I would want to tell them after having been a director for almost 20 years is that you have, that's your responsibility to create an environment where your choreographers and the kids feel safe just taking chances and trying stuff. So if you end up in a situation where I cursed, you don't even know because I edited it out already, but I try so hard to make this podcast family friendly and I said a bad word. I got rid of it, guys. But if you are in a situation, yeah, me, bad words, never. If you're in a situation where like your choreographer feels like you are, you know, just leering over them all the time, like, I use get the term, if I have to choreograph over. looking over my shoulder, yes, that's, that. it's tough because it feel, it, it tightens you up. Yes. Yeah. And you're not, I mean, that's, and you know what I think too is weird about that is as directors, like if you work with someone a while, let's say, and um, they're maybe not super happy with what they're getting that year for one way or another, and they're not communicating it, which we talked about as a key thing. And that happens. Like, it's just going to get worse. Well, it's not going to sure. change. If you like, yeah. yeah, but they're making it even worse oh, by doing yeah. the like watching over you creepy thing where they're like, you're just trying to have your creative process and they're like, they're just like at you going, okay, we have this much time left. This is when lunch is coming. Are you going to be done with this today? What's the, what? like, try not to ask those questions. Try to just be present. Try to trust your choreographer that they are like handling their side of the business and if you are also trying to handle them like you're not getting good creative work because you're making their life miserable (laughs) like don't do that friends if you are in that boat stop it i'm slapping your hand this is me slapping your hand do not do that anymore if you're questioning something that your choreographer is doing just ask them why they're doing it. For that. the love of God, right? I mean... Like, what's your reason behind this yeah. move in this section? What's your reason behind this layering here? Yes. What are you hearing that I'm not? Yes. Well, and also on Just the flip ask. side of that, if there's something that you see that you like, yeah. say, I like that. Because... Because... Yeah. Because oh, for me... Because for me... Well, it's, it's not just a compliment, <laughs> but it's a... It's a... Okay. It's an affiration like, of it well, going the right way. As a choreographer, as you work with someone longer and longer and longer... If they're if they're vocal about what they like and what they don't like, you're able to give them 
Because as a choreographer, uh, you know, I could come up with two or three different ways to do the same section. <laughs> right. But if I'm working with director A versus director B, but director A has told me a whole bunch of things that they like, I can, totally. I can give them those things because at the end of the day, like a bunch of different, like how, how many successful choreographers out there? Yeah. So yeah. there's different right ways to do it. For sure. And so if you're telling me the things that you like, I'm able to give you the things that you want to work on all year mm-hmm. versus where director B doesn't communicate those things to you. And then you end up getting whatever version of it I came up with and I just decided. Yeah. And then maybe you're like, well, I don't like that kind of layer. I'd rather have this kind of layer or yeah. whatever. And then that puts the choreographer in a tough spot Yeah. to... Because oh, it's it's the communication thing again. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it just, just comes back to that. it's no, and that's important. I think yeah. it's, it really is. I don't. We cannot say that enough because I think anytime I see a problem or a relationship that's strained between creative parties, I think I, it's just got to be almost one hundred percent of the time. It's a almost always communication somewhere. Yeah, yeah somewhere yeah. along the line, somebody didn't say something they should have said, or speak mm-hmm. up, or share something, or what, or the way they spoke up was damaging on some level that can happen too so i mean i think that's all really really important and especially with the younger directors and newer directors um that's not always known because as choir directors if you don't have a show choir you're in a bubble like you may have an assistant or something but otherwise it's just like you and your choir right like show choirs that unique setting where you're bringing in people into your department to do this work with you and not everybody knows how to do that if they haven't been doing it so like we're helping you you need to communicate. That's what we're telling yeah. you. <laughs> what we've been saying this whole entire time is, is just communicate. <laughs> talk to your choreographer. And for me, it's got to be fun. Yeah. Oh, if it's yeah. all stress and it's all work, I don't know. Yeah. But th- this is totally my like personality, I guess. So you are whatever. a fun person. This is, this is uh, I don't know. Yeah. I-, I like to enjoy my time with the kids. I like to yeah. goof around a little. Yeah. I- and I always tell the kids, like, if you can follow my mood, <laughs> energy, we're yeah. going to have a blast in yeah. rehearsal. Yeah. That's uh, true. Yeah. I think, I mean, you're definitely more like lighthearted and yeah. laid back and fun than I am. But I also <laughs> think stroke are super fun. But, but I also, but I think we're my, also equally competitive though too. Yes. Well, I'm saying yeah. along that lines from my standpoint, especially having gone through what we just went through this past year with COVID is like, it's such a gift that we get to do this. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I feel just yeah. so, so grateful and so blessed <laughs> that like I get to be in front of kids and creating with them and stuff that, yeah, it should be. It should be a fun, like, special experience. Right. And that you're not having to create, like, you don't have to work at that, I don't feel like. You guys are just, you're being yourselves. And, like, in the best care scenario, the kids, like you said, come along with you and whatever, like, right. the day is and the attitude is and the vibe is. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But, I mean, I have certainly been in rooms, and so I know both of you have too, where, like, the creative energy is, like, dark. Yes. You know what I mean? Like the work is getting done sour. and maybe like, it's even really good. Maybe it looks really good and it actually sounds really good, but like everybody in the room is sort of like on pins and needles or sort of like a little afraid of whatever's transpiring mood wise in the room. And that's hard. That's really a hard place to be in. And I don't ever want to be someone who's perpetrating that. I know you guys don't either, but, mm. and certainly the people who, I've been in the room with when that's happening. I don't think they're aware that they're causing that. And I don't think they're purposely trying to do that anyway. But um, but if you as a director can't help facilitate 
the positive learning atmosphere, it's, it's going to be harder to get work done. It's going to be harder for them to achieve stuff. And none of this is to say you can't push kids. No, no, no. Be, be serious is... and take it serious. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because, well, I mean, I think personally, like, as much as I like to goof around and have a good time, like, I definitely have certain, like, coach vibes yeah. to me. Oh, yeah. I, um, where I think, you know, some people maybe are a little more, like, quiet about how they do things. Sure. And, like, whatever, where I, I, I'll bark. You're like a coach. Mine's like a TED talk. What's yours like yeah. when you do yours? Um, I pull like mom vibes yeah, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's like, like second discipline. grade teacher, first grade teacher? Well, I was going that. like that's a lot of like elementary yeah. in me, like yeah. classroom management style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, that works. But it works yes. on all of us because we are comfortable with that being our styles. Right. And, and again, the kids read that and just kind of come along with you on that journey. And that's a good thing and well I'm, I didn't even think about this until this just popped in my head but that's part of too what makes it fun sometimes especially or what works really well like with us working together of course we've all known each other a really long time so yeah. that makes it easier too but but on top of that um, we're really on the same page about like where we want things to go and how we want it to be at the end of the day and how we want the kids to walk away feeling and all of that kind of stuff because we've had those conversations and we know that. Like, if you haven't had that conversation to lay out expectations, and I'm not even talking about necessarily with your choreographer, just like as your creative team, whoever that is, with your kids. Right. Like, make sure the kids understand, like, this is our goal for the day. This is our goal for camp. This is what we're trying to get accomplished. This is where we're trying to go. Like, yeah. and then everybody's on the same page. Sure. But also, like, that's so much like set up the expectations before I get yes, there. Yes, 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 exactly. Yeah. Well, even today for VOC, we, we had, we had what, two hours? Yeah. Just under two hours to clean before they had their preview performance for mm-hmm. friends and family. And... Ben and I got in like a little competitive mode. Like we have two hours where we get to like work on stuff and we're not giving new material. So we're going to yes. work. Yes. Um, yeah, and we I had to up, like, I went up to the front stage and I was mm-hmm. like, Hey, we get like a two hour rehearsal. Yeah. And we've been doing novelty stuff today, which hasn't been super intense on your body. So we're kind of freshish. Yeah. I was like, let's take two hours and let's practice yep. rehearsing. Yeah. Like what's it going to be like later in the year when you have a two hour rehearsal? What should that feel like? What should that act totally. like? How, how should you act? How should you handle this? Mm-hmm. And then I asked them, what are some things that you think you need to be doing? And they, yeah. gave, they gave great answers. Yo, they yeah. know. They like, know. They know. Yes. Yeah, that's but the that's also a program that's been set up like that. Right. Yeah, like, right. and that's what you need to be able to do as a director. And if you don't know how, you can ask your choreographer for that information or, or backup or like, what do you think about that? Or talk to a friend across town or another director in your area that like. What works for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, we all are stealing all the time. Yes. Yeah. Like that's just the I job. I actually in my master's courses mm-hmm. was learning how we should use the word remix. I was supposed to stealing. As opposed to stealing. <laughs> well, I love it because it's I like too, you're yes. taking this idea yes. because you're not always doing it like verbatim how yep. that place did it, but mm-hmm. you are remixing it to make it your yep. own. And so I feel like I've said that like and a how lot it fits since into I learned. Your exactly. And how it fits for those kids. Yes. Well, and somebody, so I don't remember who it was. Jeez. It was some smart person in show world said to me one time. It was like, they think of it as like baking. 
So like you get all these different ingredients and whatever you're wanting to actually bake, you have certain ingredients that work inside Mm -hmm. of that. And so like you're not stealing because just because you, Ben, use flour to make cakes and you also use flour to make cakes, Mel, me using flour to make cakes is not stealing. That's just the thing that works Works. to make the cake. So like it's okay to do that it's that that notion of remixing you're just taking it and putting it all together and making it a different way it's that same thought with like okay i need my kids to do xyz how do i get there oh these are the ingredients right this is like this is how i do it and like you can make a cake let's say with for example we use butter in it right Mm -hmm. can you substitute something for butter in cakes you can you can substitute applesauce you can substitute like oil whatever like so there are other ways but really there's only a finite amount of ingredients in the world Mm-hmm. to make things with so it would be insane if at some point all of us didn't have some of each other's stuff right. in what we're doing <laughs> and that especially goes for choreo i mean there is that fine line of course between like sharing and plagiarism i'm not like advocating yes. like you oh, don't yeah. watch someone's video and lift an entire eight count that's a no no do not do that but but there is a finite amount of dance moves in the world pretty much and they're going to appear in other times. I think when I have people who aren't choreo friends talk about like, oh, that must be a Steven show because I recognize that dance move. Or, oh, this must be a Ben show because I recognize blah, blah, blah. Well, that's great. But also like other people will probably use that dance move in the yeah. history of the world. So A lot of berets are going to be around <laughs> for a while. And many choreographers are going to use them. And it's fine. They, they're they're kind of <laughs> universal. It's going to yeah. happen. Um, and more on show choir maybe than any other dance form, though. Pottery specifically <laughs> seems to be. <laughs> all the variations. Really just a thing we love in show choir a lot of the time. But, but yeah, I mean, again, fine line about plagiarism. We're not advocating that. But it's okay to say to somebody, I don't know how to do X. How do you do that? And borrow that and remix that and make your yeah, own at, cake with it. At some point, that's just learning. Yeah. And it's just growing. It all is. It's just figuring out how you function. For sure. And and you'll find stuff that works for your your kids and your group. Mm-hmm. That even if you're a teacher maybe who's been to two or three different schools yeah. in your life, like you know that what worked at one school didn't work at the next. Totally. The other. Yep. Yep. So, and that and that's just time and practice. Yeah, it's like you were saying with the muscles. Know your kids. Oh please, yes. Oh my god. I know this is like (laughs) super like elementary teacher of me as well. No, it's very important. Well, I I always strive like no matter where we go, no Mm -hmm. matter who we're choreographing for. Like I want to get to know the kids. Sure. Talk to your kids on water breaks, and I'm gonna like yeah. You know, like we had a football in practice and we were playing catch with everybody the whole time. Although that we brought that for like the specific purpose of a prop and then we didn't even use it until that entire day. But, but that is good. And it's knowing your kid, like you guys want to get to know the kids. It's hard when you're coming in for a week. Um, yes, but like you said, you get to know them on water breaks and stuff like that. I don't feel like as a director, it's my job to like navigate you knowing the kids like you do that on whatever level you want to do that Mm -hmm. i think when a director like plans and structures stuff like that that stresses me out for y'all i'm like they're only here for this amount of time they may need to be working do not like plan for them to be in your team building do not plan for them to be like that's not a thing really they don't have the space for that but give them time and space to like talk to your children and don't insert yourself in that is what i'm saying and if i take a 10 minute water break and i'm like talking to your kids and stuff yeah Trust that, like, I know that by the time rehearsal's over, I will have done what needed to be done Yeah, don't restart rehearsal over the top of you. 
Yeah. And yeah. because I wouldn't jump into your vocal rehearsal right. and tell you, well, keep it up. Time management. The bell's right. going to ring. Yeah. No, that's not, that's, that should I mean, not be your are, job. Yeah. If you're hiring someone that you know has done this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess maybe there are situations that are outliers for this, but trust that yeah. we, we know what we need to get done that day because also like me personally, like I'm fully aware that like, if I don't get it done now, yeah. like you're not getting it. Like, yeah, and I know it's not an option to come back in December and right. finish. Right. And that's like no. the next open thing is like, yeah. I know that. Yes. I will get it done. But also directors should be present. I feel like in the room, um, yep. sometimes I run into situations with friends where they're like, well, I'm going to go work on such and such and they're gone for like three hours. Well, like, there are definitely times, and I have to say this, like I don't need the director to be in the room with me the whole time. No, but I mean fair. like but communicating also, that again, communicating. But, yeah, communicating. but if you're like, hey, um, you don't need me for the next hour, right? And I'll right. be like, no, go answer a bunch of emails. Because right. I, I have yes. a, a dad who's a yes. teacher. I have a wife that's a teacher. I have somebody in my Or, hey, we want to do measurements while you're doing what, the boys. Okay, great. Or, or if it's just yeah. like, I know you guys have email lists yeah. longer than yeah. anything I could imagine. Do you want to go clean out your folder cabinet? Okay. Like, that's fine. Yeah, go do it. But, but like, just, also, just like tell us where we are. Yeah. Well, because you never know. Like, you could be in the middle of something and yes. you're like, I don't remember what shoes right, that right. they're wearing. And that is going to affect this choreo. Right. And you haven't announced that to your kids right. yet. And I need to And where is Miss So-and-so? Oh, no one knows. Right. But if you're even in the next room and you told them that, then you right. can be like, somebody go run to the next room and ask Miss So-and-so what... Like that—that yep. that is again. It's just communicate. This entire episode is brought to you by communication. Seriously, we are sponsored by the letter C. <laughs> <laughs> the letter, like that's basically the gist of today. Is just communicate for God. Honestly, sake. um, did you hear that? I'm gonna leave that in if we heard it on the podcast. You guys could hear it because you yeah. have ears. But um, the bonus of us doing this live is that we're sitting and looking at each other, but we're also in my house, and my children are still awake. Um. It's 10, 15 at night. My children are still awake, but I just heard, heard my eldest well, go like, ben, so. yeah, my <laughs> eldest is also named Ben. It's a coincidence. She totally didn't name both. Her All right. I'm just going to tell the story. I think it's important to just tell the story because I want my side of the story out there. So I just know she's lying. I've known Ben since you were in, I don't know, like middle school probably. Cause when I was in college, how far are we? Six, seven years apart, something like that. So, yeah. um, when I was in college in Pete Squires, like, Sometimes we'd have to like come to your house and get all the Christmas trees for the Coral Garland concert yep. and like drive them to campus or whatever yeah. thing was happening or whatever. And so I've known Ben a very long time. But when he was um, in college and, and then we would all start hanging out like after camps and stuff like that. And as you guys became adults, and we all got to know each other better. So then 2008, I have my eldest kid, right? And his name is Benjamin. <laughs> Ben's full name is not Benjamin. Ben's full name is... Baint. Baint. the II. Baint. B-E-N-G-T. Okay, so first of all, not the same. Let's just start with that. Benjamin. Yeah, my name is Ben, Baint. and his name is Ben. <laughs> okay. And I'm so honored. So they're both named Ben, and he used to tease me about that early yeah. on, like, and you were like 25 and kind of being a goofball, right? And it was younger just, than yes. that. It was like, Pro- yeah, it was like maybe 18, college. 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was like, yeah, you're right. Ordinary. That's a very good point. He was being a goofball. So yeah. I, yeah. he was teasing. Oh, you named him after me. Ha, ha, ha. That's so funny. You know, okay. So then, five years later, I'm pregnant with our second kid, and I was with... Um, at, My mom. Uh, yeah, I was at Ben's parents' house, because uh, I was judging something, and they had all the judges over, which was really sweet of them. So uh, Ben's mom's name is Terry, and we were sitting, and she and I have also known each other a very long time. She used to make all of our garments. Did she make all the stuff for Jefferson? 
Or did she yeah. do like a lot of that? Yeah, Probably so. I think so. Yep. Anyway, great seamstress. And so she was doing university singer stuff for years before that. And anyway, I'm sitting at the table with her talking and she's like, you know, what are you going to name it? And I have to, I have to shout out to your mom for a second too, because there's so few, well, and you know this, there's so few moms in what we do, like in competitive show choir world, they're just not a lot. Cause most of the time when you have a kid, it's, you know, you're not going to usually give up your kid. You're usually going to give up show choir. Like if you have to take right. something off your plate, it's not going to be your child. So there's not a ton of moms. And so I always appreciated that about Terry, that she was always wanting to talk to me about my children. Yes. Because frankly, most people in show choir world were like, you have a kid that's weird. Great. Let's talk about sequins. So she was like, tell me, you know, what are you going to name him? And I was like, well, we don't have a first name yet, but we have a middle name. It's a family name on both sides of the family. And she's like, oh, what is it? I was like, August. And she almost choked on whatever she was drinking. And she goes, no, get out. And she's like laughing. And also I was like, what? And of course, we've already blown this because now you've heard Ben give you his full name. But what's your full name again? Bent August Eklund. So Ben's middle name is August. And um, my youngest <laughs> middle name is August. So both of my children are somehow named after Ben. Subconscious wins. And I guess. I don't know. I really like the Ecklands, And I just uh, wanted to pay tribute to that, I suppose. But um, my favorite. <laughs> okay, I have to ask you the two questions. Sorry, three questions everybody gets asked. Um, so you'll each have to have an answer to this. You can't just trade off. You each have to have an answer. Okay. So um, first question is, if uh, what was your favorite, and you can pick a couple. I know it's hard to name just one in these ways, but your favorite show you've ever seen. So show choir show. You can't have had anything to do with it. Can't have choreographed, been in it, whatever. Favorite show you've ever seen. My most recent interview while you're thinking, by the way, was Stephen Todd. And you guys know Stephen very well, so you know that that answer was like, 47 different things and he yes. can tell you where he was and what he was wearing and what year it was and like the name of the front row girl from mount zion like it's just it's impressive but most people are not like that so if you just even like know sort of what was happening in the show that will be impressive well i have one okay right off the bat okay um, Clinton Attaché, 2009, Stand in the Rain. Yes, yep. that um, is excellent. Did you see it live or on video? Video. Oh, I, I wish I would have seen it live. Yeah. I, one, just love that song. Yes. And two, it was just so beautiful mm-hmm. um, and thoughtful Yeah. that it was one of the first... Things because I would have been that was my sophomore year of college, mm-hmm. and granted, like I had show choir in VOC, baby For VOC, sure. yes, where very and we had no other competition, totally. so I hadn't seen that much great show choir right. before. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw Stand in the Rain, when Attaché did Stand in the Rain, I was just blown yeah. away. I feel that way most of the time when I see Attaché, but yes. that I totally agree with you. I saw that one on video, also not live, but yes, that's a good one. Okay, your turn. Uh, I think, well, definitely it's two I've seen live. Uh-huh. Uh, one was with you, with Prodigal Son. I, oh, yeah. I love Burbank's, to talk. Look at that. I know. It's on your wall. It's on my Burbank's wall. Prodigal Son show was so cool live. God. And if you've ever seen a video. well, I think I'm going to out I, you. I, I you think, were crying. Like, we were all, like, crying yeah, at the end. Everybody was, 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 like, broken. It was so cool. Was and if you've, ever seen, if you've ever seen a show on YouTube, uh-huh. it doesn't even kind of give credit to what a show, a show sure, is Any live. show is like that. So, True. like, if you've seen Prodigal Son, you're like, oh, yeah, that was so cool. But, like, I can't believe that's his favorite. 
you didn't oh, see it live. You weren't there in yeah. the room. It was so just that one. And then I loved uh, Wheaton's uh, uh, Wizard of Oz show. Yes. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be an are... episode of this podcast if one of you hadn't mentioned it, because literally everyone mentions that. And I love that. I think it's that they so should good. mention I think it. The, like... I mean, those two are, yeah, probably my favorite two shows mm-hmm. that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That. I was just a show choir fan of. Yeah, for just sure. geeking yeah. out about it. Yeah, yeah. 100%. You were just and if anybody who's in the industry like tells you that, like, uh, I don't really like... The, they're lying. I they think secretly that too. Somewhere, like, I think they secretly somewhere have something that they just love. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason. But This is why we're such good friends is because like I, that makes me bonkers. When like I, I can geek out for days about things that I love and things that I think were amazing and cool. And when I get in a room with directors who are like, Oh, well, I don't really watch show choir. I'm like, Oh, well good for you. Then go away. Like, I want you to like match my energy and like pick something you liked and like, tell me one thing. Like, you don't have to be this cool about it. You don't have to pretend that like, Oh, I don't want to be a geek about show. Be a geek about show choir. It's fun. I think the reason why I like both of those so much is at the time I saw them. Yeah. And, you know, to be fair, I was younger. Sure. And maybe not, hadn't seen as much as I have now. Yeah. But I hadn't seen anything like either one of yes. those. Yes. Mm-hmm. From anyone. True. Sure. Are those the same year? Mm, they're close. Burbank's 2012, I think. That's 2012. I can't remember passwords. I think that's the so same I year. I can't remember what year Isn't that, that was. crazy? Or pretty darn close. I, I pointed at my wall when we were talking about this a minute ago because we're sitting in my office. And if you've ever seen my social media, you've seen this on the wall. But I have five photos on the wall in black and white of different shows that I <laughs> that have like that I'm super proud of. I just call it that I'm super proud of. But like four of them are photos of groups I directed. <laughs> One of them is nothing to do with that but it was such a life-changing experience i tell people all the time that show changed my life that sitting in that auditorium watching that and it was you and me and steph and yeah i think bryant was even there and yeah, somebody i'm forgetting Wouldn't, wasn't adam there I don't know. He may have been. And then somebody who wasn't show choir related at all was with us. But yeah. that was one of your bros. And yeah, so like was one of my buddies. Yeah, yeah and then we went to this bar in Long Beach at the it end was, of the night. It might have been Rickles, actually. That feels correct, oh. actually. Yeah. I think that's right. And then we went to this bar in Long Beach afterwards at night. And California comps, if you've never been to one, are long. Like like they go until Well think about their sets. They have yes. so much to set up. Yes, and they go till literally like midnight, one AM. Like it's oh, so by yeah. the time we were done, we're like, do we wanna go hang out? And we were all just so like amped up about having seen all of this fun stuff during the day that we still like went somewhere for an hour and I even had to do an hour drive after that and I was like whatever I don't care we were just so <laughs> so alert at that point about show choir it was so great oh, yeah. it was so great I'm glad you said that because I feel that way too um okay second question which is related your favorite show you've ever been a part of so you could have been in it you could have choreographed it could have sewn costumes for it. I don't know. Favorite show you've ever been a part of? Ooh, can I pick two? Yes, and then I f- came up with a third question. I can't forget to ask you. Don't let me forget to ask you this third okay, question. You okay, have a third question that you is special ask. just for you two. Okay. Um. So this is universally hard for people. So don't feel bad if this is a struggle because like, it's hard to pick like your favorite child essentially. Lots of times people end up picking something they were in versus something they choreographed. Or I have two. I have one that I was in and yeah. one that I choreographed because I can't yeah. choose just one. Exactly. They're very different experiences. Okay, you go because Ben's making faces so like he's terrified. My first one. <laughs> <laughs> I 
My first one was when I was in Bigger Singers, and it was my sophomore or junior year, and we sang Not Too Far From Here, the yes. ballad. Yes, um, yeah, that was cool. Just because... One, it was like personally a difficult year in my life. So For sure. the lyrics to, I'm a big like lyrics person. Yes. And so, yes, like Same. I have them tattooed, like lyrics tattooed on my body. Like they Same. just, like I, I attached myself to lyrics of songs because yeah. Yeah. they can be amazing. Yep. And so a lot of the text and not too far from here was like directly in line with how I was feeling about my personal life. Sure. Um, and so just having that moment with your best friends on stage. Exactly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and sharing that gift, like with a bunch of high schoolers at Midwest Cup and stuff yeah. and just traveling with it. It just made me feel, I don't know. It was just a really special time. It's healing in a lot of ways, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have had, I've had, well now friends, but at the time they were in high school that like said like I remember being in the auditorium when mm-hmm. you sang not too far from here and I mean mm-hmm. there was a moment where like like pins drop that oh, you yeah. could hear. So yeah. I remember yep. That was just really special. Okay, so that one you were in. Yeah. And then I would say just fun for me, because I'm kind of sentimental, was our first year that we came and choreographed VOC yeah. and Mean Girls. That's a great show. Yeah. One, Mean Girls is like my favorite movie of all time. So just the yes. fact that we were doing Mean Girls was like... Also, we were blown away at how when you... Because that was our first year working with VOC. Uh-huh. And well, anytime, choreographing. Choreographing, yeah. yeah. And anytime you go choreograph a group for the first time, you never... Oh, you yeah. never know how it's they're going to... It's a crap like, shoot. Yeah. You never know how they're going to get... Uh, get with like you or your like choreo vibe or your whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just remember like we walked out of that week. Yeah. And we're just like So pumped. These are our buds. Yeah. These kids get us. Yep. They move like we wanted them to. Oh yeah, y'all yeah. are like peas and pot. Yeah. Sorry I didn't mean to jump on yours, but no, no that's just so true. Me of that. So true though. That well, was a fun show. That was a fun show. And we had had what was so special too about that, I mean in addition to like the honor of going back and choreographing yeah. my alma mater, which we had kind of talked about earlier. Yeah. Um but yeah, that just felt so amazing to me that like my alma mater's asking yeah. me back to be a choreographer. Like that was like, that made me feel so special. I win the day. Yes. yes. And um, yeah. And then having, we had several VOC kids that year in our group at camp. So we had gotten oh, to know, right. and like back to like me and like relationships mm-hmm. thing, like we had mm-hmm. really gotten like to know some of, of those yep. kids at camp. Yep. So the fact that we had like built this foundation with some of the kids and totally. then got to come back and actually like well, and do we'd their been down show. the year before the year or the last two years before yeah a couple do, like, years cleaning. or yeah. or like sure I'd come down two years judge even maybe at one point yeah, too, yeah. So judging that. Lone yeah. Star plus yeah. doing some cleaning and yeah. meeting mm-hmm. the kids at camp mm-hmm. and plus just like I don't. Yeah, just getting to work together in my hometown and getting to work with you totally. and getting to work with Leanne. That has been one of the special. first ones we like did together too. Right? Really? I'm not saying it is the first, but I mean it's like early on. <laughs> Mel disagrees. Well, I guess it wasn't. It was earlier in our. I guess it was probably one of the first where like we collaborated more and I wasn't oh, like the assistant. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. Where it was more like co-choreographing versus like, I'm just here to like fill in stuff. Right. we were working Right. Together. Doing it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Okay. You got anything for us? No. <laughs> 
This is tough. I know. That's why I ask it. I know. Get the it's, real answers from And it's a good one. I, Dubuque Waller openers yeah. Yeah. are always a lot of fun for me. This works. I like this. And I like we'll go those with this vein. because yeah. the director there, uh, Aaron Benke, always kind of comes up between him, me, and Kevin Duggan. Yeah. We come up with some weird stuff yeah, that but we fun, haven't cool seen stuff. and it's always kind of dark. Yeah. And, yeah. and like not a lot of people like doing the dark stuff. And, yeah. And, and it's kind of fun to do. Sure. And so like I would always say like the Waller openers are always sure. something that's just a lot of fun to do. Now, and so when you ask me like what's my favorite – I mean, that's such a general thing. So for me, I'm yeah. taking it more like, what are the things I liked creating that I liked yeah. the process of doing? Sure. Those were always a blast. Um, the entire show man. we just did this week. Yeah. Man, it was a blast. It was such a show. Like, but also it's like fresh, so it feels like that's not the right answer yet. It will stand it the test of time. Dude, dude we had well, a good that time. Fourth, that fourth song. I genuinely think it might. Yeah. Oh, like, there's so well, much that going Grizz on. Song, that Grizz song is That's what I'm jam. saying. And they, they That was a lot of fun. Of yeah. And to see the kids do it and, and to chat and turn around and be like, yeah, dance me. And then, like, yeah. they, like, and then tried. they did. And then, like, did. Yeah. It was. Like, and just, like, owned it. Well, because the thing is, is, like, they made it theirs, which was. They which really was, did. Which is, I love. Like, I'm one that's, like, I want your personality. I don't want Absolutely. little mini Ben robots. I want. Right. Your personality. So, anytime a group of kids takes something and makes it their own. And especially when you get a song where it works. Sweet. To really lean yes. into that. Yeah. I absolutely. Um, I'm going to. You've, you've technically answered it. So, keep thinking. Because if you come up with one, I want to hear it. But I'm going to ask the follow-up question that I just came up with that I think we all three need to answer. Okay. Um, what's your favorite BRS song that you ever did or watched or choreographed or were a part of? BRS Here's the thing. Is this is like not fair to me that. because like I can't remember. Well, that's just because you're old. Mm, ouch. <laughs> um, I can say that because yes. I'm still older than you. Correct. So. <laughs> um, big Red Singers. Well, this is easy for me. So I know. that's I'm ready. Think, Dang, I let's think, do it. Let on, Mel on. answer while you think. All right. Okay. I loved choreographing the girl's number, Kill of the Night. Yes. I knew that's what you were going to say. It was just, well, first of all, working with PRS is just stupid. Because, I always say it's like driving a Mercedes. Yeah, exactly. It's incredible because well, they're adults, basically. They, one, they have so many years of experience mm-hmm. under their belt mm-hmm. Two, you're getting the like they're the best obvious, of every yes, school and they're obviously very passionate about it absolutely because it's not like i'm in high school and i'm doing this for a credit i right. mean like you don't have any of that it's all like kids who are like we love show choir and yeah. want to be a part of it yeah so and who are great at it <laughs> and who are that was my other point is they're just incredibly talented I'm stupid it's really so, stupid <laughs> there's like this when you're choreographing for brs like the sky's the limit like yes. i could literally do it i was like oh yeah and then now we're all gonna do the horizontal splits here yeah, sure, and then they not? were like okay <laughs> done and it was amazing oh my god every time like I, I don't get to work with them a ton which is one of my great sadnesses of life but it's because i live so far away but the like anytime i get to work with them vocally it's just like what if we tried blank they're like da, 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 and they do it and you're like yeah that's good okay well we still have an hour left so i guess they're just so talented and so yeah. smart and so oh my gosh good they're so amazing you need to go find their well well i put all the video stuff in the comments anyway but like you got to go click on some big red singers videos because we all have very di- different time frames of big red singers because like yeah. my yeah. time frame was like og big red singers where we were doing lots of musical theater pieces 
basically we would just go to Ben's dad's files of um, arranged yeah. music and just pick random stuff. Oh, so that was a very different time. But um, we did a song called Experiment my senior year. We did it too. We did it too. Did you seriously? Yes. Oh God, that was my <laughs> freshman year. Okay, well, I really loved Experiment. It was very fun. I enjoyed it. Because that was like my style of choreo that I'm not horrible at. So like it was like right up my alley and vocally it really sat really well for me. And I had a fun partner at the time. And like I'll tell you who it was in a minute. But like it was... It was, yeah, it was so much fun. Like that, I and that's really it. the last time I performed, honestly, yeah. because then once you start teaching, you just don't mm-hmm. really have the time or space for that in a lot of ways, especially not for show choir. So like, if we want to make like a teacher show choir, everybody let me know and we'll just do it one time, like just for fun. Sign me up. I think we need to do BRS alumni show choir one time. I would 100%. I would do that. that any day of the week, anywhere in America. Okay. Well, actually, I'm going to go back a question. Yep. Go back to your other one. think of one that. I had a lot of fun with and mostly it was a show that I pitched and did not think the director would bite yeah. because it was a nerdy thing for me because I'm a kid. Are you going to talk about Ninja to... Turtles? Yep. Yes! Yeah. The, Ninja, the Ninja Turtles show that we did with Lincoln East with Epperson. That's a great I, answer. We just kind of like... we was... You didn't think Epperson was going to pick the Ninja Turtles show? I, He's so serious until... sometimes, I, especially when it comes to I don't to know. It's always, a, it's, yeah, always a, it's always a... When you pitch Brett, something we like to you. Director, I know you listen, so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but when when I just remember like talking to him about it and I was like I just think this would be so fun yeah and I just I like I'm a nerd I think that's like 2018 right 19 maybe 18 it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun and yes it just got to be and I think something me and Brett learned was like when we are dumb it's fun oh it was a blast get a kick out of it and I just remember having a lot of fun doing that with Brett Ninja um, so any like any show like that always I have a full get, obsession with something. Finding Nemo but did Finding Jay Nemo, pick that or did you guys pick that together I I think that one was Jay I don't know here's the thing like picking stuff with Jay like it's such a blast we're talking about Lincoln Southwest and Andrew yeah, Jacobson Southwest with hey he listens to hey it's always a blast with him too because like this year's show without giving anything away don't like, give we anything got away. to don't. We got to do a whole bunch of stuff together. And some years it's like he has more ideas and he doesn't need as right. much help. And other years it's it's such a fun collaboration. Yes. It's such a fun thing. Yeah. And so when you have somebody who It's people you like and it's yeah, easy to do. Yeah, it's on the same yes. page to a certain extent. Like you totally. just you can come up with some just stuff <laughs> that like normally would be like, that's a terrible idea. But then you, <laughs> If you have someone right. who's as dumb as you are, I'm doing it anyway. In certain ways, I will never it's forget. So great. After you, me, and Jacobson oh, were judging Marion, yeah. yeah, and they gave us the biggest. They gave us the biggest judges basket. Yeah, and we and it was filled with candy. And so we were sitting in the car driving home, tired yeah. as ever. Yeah, because all three of us judged together. Yeah. And we drove together. Yeah. And, and we're just together. like, t- and you know, and Jacobson's like, well, let's start thinking about like we've got a long drive. Let's start thinking what do you about do next year. And, and we, we had decided we had just yeah, and we just wanted to do something fun and right. lighthearted and just bright. Yes. And I remember either you or him said Candyland, and I was like, man, really. I'm betting it was man, well, really. Yeah. And then, and then the more we talked about it, I was like, man, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, raised, darn it. Yes. And it was. That was a super cute show. That one was super fun. That yeah. was such a fun. So show. I think it's some of the like the ones that stick with you are the ones that just like kind of come out of left field. But different too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just aren't. Yeah. But also, I am someone who like, I, like, like I guess when I started with, like the water stuff, like I like specific, like 
certain songs that I vibe with. Yeah. Like the Grizz song that's in VOC show this yes. year. Yes. I was all about it. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. excited to choreograph it. And like when you get certain songs, uh, what was that one? The Strike Closer I did with Miller uh, North years ago. Whatever that one was. That one yes, was so I know fun to do. Though. Yep. Uh, so like it's like certain songs like randomly here and there. Oh my God, I just remembered City Lights from Miller that, North from that year, yeah. and I just almost cried because I love that so much. Yeah. That, I mean, there's just yeah. So like, I think it's like for me more so sometimes than like the full show is like specific songs. That the I just, like, the yeah. songs that hit you. Yeah, that I just really enjoyed. Yeah. doing and so it's kind of like a loaded question and also like I know that I'm sitting here and we'll finish this podcast and I'll be like. That one, that one, that one. <laughs> but right now, like, I am just, like, not being able to Okay, well, since stuff. you're still at my house for, like, another 24 hours, I just tell me what they are, and I'll put them in the comments. So you can look below for what things Ben remembered after we finished the podcast. The Honestly, sidebar. it's pretty common for people to have a lot of trouble picking. And also, it's harder for choreographers because you do more. Well, and, and part of it is, is like, you see in, in, in a single year... Yeah, you do you a know, billion When you're choreographing, songs. like, 20 to 30 groups, you're choreographing yep. so many songs, and, like... Like this week, like I, I can't even remember some of the shows we've already done. But yep. I know I had a blast doing. Yep, because you just are on to the next. You have but to like be the, the second number thing. for Free Spirit for this year in Papillion. Like I remember having a blast coming up with that. Right, with and now you're like, I don't even know the name of it, but that's okay. That's pretty no. normal. Um, you didn't answer the BRS question. Oh, yes. what was the BRS question? Your What's favorite? your favorite BRS song? That I perform. Oh, hold or? on, I'll answer this for him. I bet it's Nebraska hymn. <gasps> Should we sing it together? <laughs> <laughs> no, right. I already forgot my part. Is there a tenor? I see an alto soprano and a baritone. Tim, oh, Tim is Where's a bass. Oh. oh, yeah, we should Tyler, call Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> we'll and the Tylers and have them yes. sing the tenor. I will Fielson, drop the Fielson video of BRS doing this in the comments because you need to know what we're talking about. But it's like the alma mater of Nebraska. Yeah. I would have my sorority sisters in college. Mm-hmm. Who would come to my performances to sure. support me? Yeah, and they were obsessed with Nebraska. Head. It is like, one of those things that is like weirdly amazing, although also bizarre and stupid. Like I don't know how to explain time. why we love it so much, but like, and also the way we pronounce the word Nebraska in the song is part of what I think is weird and I love yes. about it because you don't sing Nebraska because you're singing chorally, so everybody always sings Nebraska, and like the way it's so placed, Nebraska, Nebraska. No one ever says it that way. Any other time than this song. Any but other time. Your heart does lie in the heartland. Your song. Yes. You got I, it? Yeah. It was actually the last thing I ever did in Big Red Stars. Yeah. Uh, it was last, Andrew Last, who's at Luther now. Yeah. Who was at Xavier, got his. Doctor Last, yes. He, yes. Uh, uh, it was Should Have Known Better. Oh, and oh Jared choreographed that. Yeah, Jared that. came yes, it. Yes, I remember that. Um, mm-hmm. And, and maybe it's just tied to the fact that that was like the last thing yeah. I did. Yeah. No, that was a great, that entire time with those two years. But that was just, Andy. I just remember having those were good a years. blast yep. doing that. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent answer. Okay, this one might be easier because it's usually something that's burned in people's minds. Um, this is the last question. What is your most embarrassing stage moment? Oh, it's Steven's fault. See, immediate. Look at that. <laughs> great. We love a good story where it's Steven's fault. I hope Steven okay. remembers it. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, it was, what song was it? 
Oh, are you going to talk about... Yeah, okay. the 80s medley. Yeah, was we did 80s an medley? 80s medley. It was the guys did... Um... Stephen Todd was the director of Big Red Sanders yeah, for yeah, a period yeah, yeah. of time. So that's what we're talking well, about. Well, and Stephen, being a choreographer and, yeah. and our director, he would just come and it'd be like, you know, Tuesday night rehearsal. And we thought, you know, the plan was we're going to clean the second number or whatever. Right. And then he'd be like, well, I felt like choreographing this song. So we're right? going to add yeah. it to the show. <laughs> yeah. So I remember we, we had like an hour long set that year. Yeah. And I remember it was but in the eighties. Those were good years, actually. Yeah, yes. those were so good. Yes. Um, yeah, you had the guys did step by step. Yeah, I just remember we were doing did. the eighties number, yeah. and like the dance break came, and I was like getting it and getting it, and then my brain was like, <laughs> nope. And then there's like a whole eight count where I'm just like, hi, <laughs> everyone, and 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 so just and froze. then froze. Deer, like, deer like, in headlights. Deer in headlights for like eight eight measures because you know you're going, it's going. You're just like, God, I going. hope there's a video I can and, find of this. And then, um, yes. and then jump back in and this is whatever. Yes. But like, that's not even like the embarrassing it, you know, part. That's not even like because I, I think people have brain farts. They people do. Whatever, yeah. And like I tell kids, whatever, just jump back in. Yes. And like that happens all the time. It to does. Everybody. To everyone. Yeah. But 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 it was in the rehearsal afterwards. After. Oh no. We were watching the video and Stephen pauses. Rewinds it and looks at me. <laughs> yeah. And like at the time, like Stephen had like stayed at my parents' house a few oh, times yeah. and I had like spent some time and he just absolutely called me out. <laughs> yes. Everybody in Big Red Singers. And I just sat there and I was like, and died. And I was like, oh. How far my into the seat God. can I get right now? Oh but I mean, I use that, I use that example with like my kids when I'm working. I'm like, I'm like, I would rather you go so hard you forget. <laughs> Then don't try. Yep. So Mel says were, there's a video, guys. I live it. it. Yep. Yeah. Hey, what's your most embarrassing stage moment? Oh, okay. Well, it was Midwest Cup, and I was in Big Red Singers, and so Midwest Cup is like BRS's. You know, we host it at UNL. It's at the Lead Center, right? Big, beautiful venue. There's, it's our like Big Red Singers like biggest performance yep. of the year, pretty yep. much, because you have thousands of high school kids coming that totally. attended, right? Well, and this was my junior, my senior year, and for some reason we decided we were gonna do ballroom shoes that year. Oh. Mm -hmm. And I have really small feet, so I had to like special order my ballroom shoes, <laughs> and they got in like a couple days before Midwest Cup. So you really hadn't practiced so with them I had scored them. Not, not no. once okay, practiced great. in them or broken them in because I was great. like 20 years old and like invincible. I sure. was like, I'm just gonna, I'll wear them for the performance, Doesn't right? Matter. Yeah. Um, and it was our opener. And yeah, we did Cry Me River. That was a good one. It was though. very like dark and dramatic. Yes. And Kevin Palou was my partner. Shout out to Palou Tabulations. Palou Tabulations. Thank you if very you much. If you don't use Palou Tabulations, you should because it's What fabulous. are you doing with your life? Yes. Yep. Um, anyway, so KP, as I call him, was my partner. And um, April had given us some like crazy kick and then a lift and then a drop into the split. And um, I punched him right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I had not broken in my shoes and I just slipped landing the lift and I, we were going down to do the splits and like the guy like lifts the girl's arm and then drops her. Oh, I remember that move and now that you're I, saying that. Yes. And I gave him a black eye. I punched him right in the face. Black eye? Oh my God. Is there a video of this? I would have to look and see. I don't know if there's a video of it, but I for sure this punched him right in the face. Oh, nine? 
No, I was like, I was a junior or a senior and you know, like it's that opener, the show must go on and we're going, and I just remember like at the end, I was mortified. I was like, KP, I'm so Of course, like your embarrassing moment is you like punched a guy and mine was like, (laughs) I died. (laughs) Um, so anyway, thank you for hanging out. Like you had a choice. You were hostages at my house and I made you do the podcast. It was great. Well, we tried to do it a few times. Yeah, we have. And I just was like, this makes more sense. We'll just do it when they're here and try the fun of live. So, yeah, this so was fun. We, this was way funner. I want to do it live always now, which will get real expensive in airfare, but like yeah. for now. So, thank you for being on the season finale. Yeah.